0: All righty folks welcome back train wreck tonight 328 sponsored your by your place to buy a case outlet like our all Super Bowl all 2024 along Georgia Urban Boulevard in Depew speaking of getting our uh, T's crossed and our I's dotted let's get our guy in here your friend my friend our friend Mr. Jake Mike uh, welcome how are you doing tonight sir
1: living the dream buddy living the dream how are you?
0: Seriously, living the same dream. Uh, It's kind of a nightmare for me, honestly. I don't want to be, you know, exaggerating here on TZ 32- 328. But, uh, yeah, we got 49ers Chiefs again. I'm not even going to be happy if the 49ers win because then Shanahan will have a title and McDermott will be the only one left out in the gold. I just can't wait for this week to be over. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be it's. It, – I'm just, like, ready to grit my teeth through that Super Bowl. Like, it's going to be a, a four-hour just – yeah, not looking not looking forward to it, but just looking like I love watching football, love the Super Bowl. It'll be fun to see. Like I might be excited. I'm going I'll be back home. I'm going to be with a bunch of family and friends eating pizza, eating wings, which are, is precious to me here in Chicago when I get my wings back in Western New York. It's a lovely thing. But yeah, man, like what are, what are we supposed to do with this? And I feel like it's not just Bills. Like we say you mentioned McDermott. It's not just Bills fans like the general country just feels apathetic towards these two teams. Like if you're you know, a football fan currently, you're tired of the Chiefs. And even if you're like a lapsed football fan or just like a general casual fan, you're like, oh, the 49ers are always good. Like, why do I want them to win? There's no story about them. And obviously they haven't won a Super Bowl in quite a long time at this point. But people still have to think of the 49ers as one of those tentpole franchises. They've been to a bunch of Super Bowls the last couple years. Like they've been to two in the last, what? well, three now, three in the last 15 yeah. years or something and, like year round.
0: And if they haven't been in the Super Bowl, they've been in the NFC Championship game or they've been into the NFC Divisional. So a lot of success there. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I would have much rather, even though I'm not a fan of Baltimore and I've made it known uh, very many times in this platform, I would have much rather seen Ravens, Lions, uh, given that conference championship week yeah. result. But again, we're going to have the media row. We're going to have all the hype. We're going to have Mahomes, We're going to have Reed talking his potential retirement. Um, are you, you know, and and I'm not like going to rub it out. Are you looking forward to any of those storylines? I guess I'm looking forward to if Andy Reid is going to retire or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be huge if that happens. It's not even something I, uh, considered going into this week. So definitely something, uh, would be a motivating factor for the chiefs. I am interested that I'm as much as it's annoying for people, I'm the biggest storyline for me is Mahomes and like where he's at, Of you know, next to Brady next to the hierarchy of quarterbacks and what he can kind of do for his legacy or can lose in this game too, because if he, they lose this game, you know, there's, there's a lot of shots that people can start taking too, if they want to, depending on how the game goes. I mean, they, they basically you can make an argument. They got bailed out last year. We know the call we saw the play, everything else, whatever else happened. Um
0: The first time around the Niners really choked that game away. in that- Absolute choke job in that I mean, game. I mean, my completely. goodness, you, you want to talk about Bill's fans being devastated from like last year, Cincinnati, 13 seconds. The Bills made it to the Super Bowl. We're up 20 to 10 with 10 minutes to go and lost in regulation. It would, or 31 to 20, right? Yeah, it would be yeah. a complete, complete disaster.
1: Yeah, so there's that. And then he they got destroyed by, by the Bucks. So if they lose this one again, like, there's some interesting stuff that people can throw at Mahomes. So I think his story is the most interesting uh, going into the week just because his legacy is, like, the most impacted by a win or loss, in my opinion. Like, Shanahan, yes, he'll be more... I guess solidified as one of the great coaches of this generation with a win, but I think Mahomes is a bigger, bigger deal than Shanahan at this point. The Purdy yeah. story might be it. Maybe that maybe it's Purdy that we're overlooking. Well,
0: the Purdy story definitely is from the angle that he went from mystery relevant to starting in the Super Bowl. Like that's for sure. The thing I hate is I just feel like Brock Purdy is not a top eight or ten quarterback in this NFL. And if you were starting a dynasty tomorrow, you would not select him in that top eight or ten. And that bothers me. It bothers me because we got a top two or three guy, Micah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about Brock Purdy. Like, I I want to hate him right now. I'm like, i am like, but I tomorrow, somehow I expect him to have like 330 yards and two touchdowns by the end of the game on Sunday. I have no idea what to do with him. I wouldn't pick him top eight. You're right, and it drives me nuts that he's able to just kind of coast into this. And but the, we'll learn a lot about Purdy too because the biggest game he's played, yeah. the biggest games he played, got hurt and then threw five picks against the Ravens. So like yeah. we're in a we're in a spot with Purdy where he. We don't know what he looks like in these like huge moments. And we know what Mahomes
0: does. The closer I get to this game, I think the under might be the play. I think the 49ers Mm -hmm. defense is going to figure out Mahomes like they did last time. And I think that Purdy is going to be held in check by the Chiefs defense and Chris Jones, Mm -hmm. obviously. But getting into it, that's a big part of the Super Bowl, because like we said, a lot of apathy towards this game. It's time to make some money. It's time to make some profit. You seeing anything that you like on the board?
1: I have seen uh, – I've seen a couple things that I like here. Um, the, the race to 20, I think I want the Chiefs in that. I think the Chiefs are going to play to try to get ahead in this game. I think that – I think, like you said, it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I think if the Chiefs get to 20, they win this game, like the, like the story has been all year. So I'm taking them. It's a plus 120 race to 20 there. I like them also over 108 and a 108.5 rushing yards. It's minus 115 for the team total. I think Pacheco gets a big uh, – Gets a big workload in this game, but he's also dealing with some injury, too. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see some Clyde Edwards-Alaire in this game. Jarek McKinnon also was activated and could play in this game. And so I think the Chiefs are going to try to run the ball in this game. So any of these rushing props, like Pacheco's minus 120 for a touchdown, if you want to go first touchdown plus 650, I really like the running backs for the Chiefs and kind of the rushing game from there. And then red Gatorade is plus 350. Both these teams are wearing red. It's not even the favorite. Purple's the favorite. So I'm rolling with Red Gatorade here.
0: Red seems almost too easy. I I, I I put exact I get exactly what you're saying. Red for the Chiefs, red it for the 49ers, but that makes that makes me lean purple. Now, yeah. uh, but uh, is there are there any great Usher props? I haven't seen any good bets there. I'm obviously looking forward to the halftime show since I'm not looking forward to the two teams playing.
1: Over eight and a half over eight and a half songs, under eight Ooh. and a half songs is right at minus one twenty five for both. I feel like he gets over. I feel like he's got a lot of, lot of history to go through, and it'll be like 10 or 11 quick cuts of songs
0: That's so not- now does like does that include guests like because there's rumored mm-hmm. you know like uh you know Bieber there's some other names flying around there of who could be showing up
1: it does just say over an eight and a half songs it doesn't say usher perform songs so that yeah could it, be- it just
0: it says Super Bowl halftime show right yeah. like they're all in one so yeah I, I like the over there I like what you're saying I think he's got a lot of history to go through I think we might get a medley with some of the uh mm-hmm. you know the ones that weren't strong enough to make it uh, on their own so We'll see that, but I do like the over eight and a half there. Um, Just putting a lid on the Super Bowl. Anything else? Any final thoughts before we kind of move on from it?
1: Uh, The National Anthem, over 90 and a half seconds. I'm I'm ripping that. It's going to be – we're getting two minutes on on that National Anthem. Yeah,
0: I always like the over. I mean, they're out there. They're going to strut their stuff. I know that they've always got the stopwatch on this, but I think when the nerves get going, you slow down a little bit, uh, and that's what I think ultimately. I love when it's always in the first half and people think, oh, this is going way under. (laughs) Uh yeah, have you ever seen a national anthem before? Uh, needless to say, then a they lot. start extending that that home of the yeah. free, and then yeah, that, and or, that, waiting that, for um, the yeah. flyover. There's all kinds <laughs> of stuff you're waiting for, but folks, there's you-
1: also uh there's also a lot of Taylor Swift props, which I didn't want to get into. I saw your I saw your tweets last night during the Grammys. Didn't want to bring. I'm actually Sports excited
0: stuff. for Taylor at the Super Bowl. I, that's why I was so sick of her at the okay. Grammys. She's so annoying. I will say this. I, I know people are gonna hate this. Uh, listen, I, I appreciate the music, but she's the only person in the celebrity section, like dancing and mouthing the words to everyone's performance. What is she trying to prove? Why is she doing that? Why doesn't she just sit down, clap, bop her head like everybody else? Why does that have to be standing up so over the top? That's my only question.
1: It's a great point. That's a great point. And
0: people are like, Oh, why are you mad about her for being so supportive? It's because I think it's fake. That's why. That's why yep. yeah, I'm mad at it. So well, she
1: knows the camera where it is at all times. Like she knew, she knew what was going on. And she also knew what she was about to drop last night too she wanted all that
0: uh all oh she was she wanted the smoke she wanted the attention for sure yeah. uh speaking of always knowing where the camera is at but not always wanting the attention let's go over and talk with our guy brother bill hey folks and on train wreck tonight 328 no expense being spared just like jurassic park we got him in here let's bring him in our own t-rex brother bill sir how we doing Good. first week of february
2: i'm ready sleepier right We got, it's
0: a, it's a leap year. We got an extra day and we are in the middle of an El Nino winter. I don't know if you've been treated well over in your neck of the woods. Buffalo hasn't been too terrible besides those two weeks.
2: Neither has Rochester. Seriously. It was cold those two weeks. We didn't get as much snow as you guys, but other than that, it's, it's almost like spring right now. I feel like.
0: I'm going to say, I don't, you don't want to count your chickens because you know, it's still the first week of February for sure. But yeah, you feel like if we we may have gotten through the worst of it, if we can survive the next uh, 20 to 30 days here in this leap year. But speaking of the leap year, unfortunately we got to close this year out, brother B chiefs 49ers, not what anybody wanted necessarily, but are you excited at all for the Super Bowl now that it's here?
2: Not really. I'm going to have to put some bets
0: in to, to get me extra motivated again. Yeah. No, obviously got to wet the beak in more ways than one. Now I want to talk to you about this though. Cause Bill's mafia is getting a little, a little, uh, I don't know if we're getting manipulated or what you would call the words, but Jason Kelsey obviously comes into Buffalo. He has a great time, creates some viral moments. I don't think there's anything wrong with what Jason Kelsey did, had a great time with all the bills fans, et cetera, et cetera, doing good for the community, et cetera, et cetera. But is that goodwill enough in your eyes to like transfer any support to him and the Kelsey family? I, 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 where are you feeling on that? And that whole conundrum
2: I'm pretty torn. Cause uh, I think anyone following me knows I'm a, I'm a Jordan Phillips guy through and through. So, I mean, it's definitely cool. What he's doing with like O'Shea hospital and like, it's hard not to, to like him for like jumping out of the suite and pounding beers with, with fans, but like, a little bit of me still torn. I know you guys got into it on Twitter a little bit and he tried. Yeah, to, it's tried exactly to like
0: you to... said he went. He went after Jordan Phillips. He asked Bill's fans to vote in his poll. So naturally, I'm just like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Like, what, what are you talking about? And then he explained <laughs> himself. He explained himself in a cool way. I would say, you know, he, he basically, you know, put the defrost on, you know, any issue, the, anything that was heating up there. He did a good job. I give him credit. He seemed like a good guy. Obviously hopping out of the suite was hysterical. We're not happy about the circumstances it was under, needless to say. But yeah, so no allegiance going the Chiefs weight, courtesy of the Kelsey. That's no, where I'm at. And I think you feel similar. Not,
2: yeah. All
0: right. You got any bets that you're leaning towards? Obviously, Vegas. This should be quite a spectacle. Usher, are you looking forward to that halftime? You know, I'm
2: torn with Usher even. Uh I don't know if Usher, baby. Hey, I love I love his music. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the the interview with T pain where
0: like he he threw T pain into like a a three year depression once i I know that T pain wasn't a three year depression and it was the show at canal side that took T pain out of that depression, oh, which yeah. is all the more amazing Let's but with... but talk to me more. so you're holding usher so, apparent uh you know accountable for that T pain downswing. The, the story goes
2: that they were on their way to like some award show and their friends at this point, like their buddies. And Usher, like, called, sent somebody to bring T-Pain to his, like, area of the plane where he was chilling. So T-Pain goes up there. And I guess Usher is kind of, like, unloaded on him on how he, like, ruined music. And, like, autotune is, like, the death of music. And it's T-Pain's fault. And it, like, spiraled into this, like, long depression for T-Pain. So I'm a T-Pain guy. I think he's amazing. So that that leaves me with a, a bad taste in my mouth about Usher. But I do like his music. You know, you don't have
0: to call banger you remind me banger dj got us falling in love <laughs> yeah like all these are bangers his new songs bangers so with that said would you feel vindicated then if all of a sudden in the mid performance comes t-pain I'm, I'm hoping for it i think that would this could back. be this could yeah. be the cinderella ending yeah. to this to this nightmare for the that last would, decade that would,
2: that would end everything for me i'd, I'd, I'd be a very happy guy
0: all right, speaking of end everything, so we got we got T-Pain coming in. Now, there's a little bit of rumor about the Beebs coming in with this Usher performance. This could be Bieber's only shot at a halftime performance. So, with that said, Justin Bieber, yes or no during the uh, Usher performance? Yeah, yes. I love Okay. Him. Okay, yeah, can't argue <laughs> with the Biebs. Hate to say it, for sure. Got to get him in there anyway. Anyone else you're looking for for this performance?
2: Um, maybe Lil Jon? Lil- I mean, Lil, Lil-
0: Jon has got to be a lock. Vegas, oh, Lil- he... he I'm pretty sure he gets the game started for the Vegas Golden Knights like half the time he's oh, there. Wow. So so I'm pretty sure he'll be uh, on location. But yeah, Usher, Lil John, T Pain, Beebs can't beat it. Speaking of can't beat it, give me a final that you would get by. And What are you looking for? Forty nothing, 49ers? Is that what I'm looking for, or what do I think could happen? No, I want what you want to happen. Yeah, I'd like I'd
2: like to see the Niners take care of business. It'd be nice. I think they're the I think they're the more talented team, also. It's just the Chiefs have Mahomes and Reed and Kelsey and a good defense. But yeah, yeah I'll say I'd like to see the I'd like to see the Niners kind of I want a close game, actually. I'll take it back. I want a close game, but I want the Niners to win.
0: Okay, so basically 2020 going into the fourth quarter and then three Mahomes pick sixes. That'd 49ers be- win 41-20. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. Uh speaking of teams facing off. We had it this past weekend. Did you watch the Pro Bowl at all? The actual Pro Bowl?
2: A little bit. I caught like the last. I don't know what it would be even called, I guess, like two quarters and then like the tugger war in in between.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, I saw the Eli Manning memes. I thought that was well done uh, with the stuff they were doing there. Obviously, I don't know what happened, but I guess the Manning bros are just like football like royalty, right? Yeah. Like they're just they're just entrenched in the, in the NFL forever now. Uh, but speaking of entrenched in the NFL forever, it is Stefan Diggs controversy. Uh, he goes, I, he's talking to some Miami beat reporter. I don't even remember the guy's name. And I say that with respect, uh, just for perspective, but talking about his usage this year and all this stuff. And to be honest with me and Stefan, I mean, I feel like I'm just completely over this by this point, unless there's actually something from the organization side that says they're an issue. I'm really not worried with Savan says Savan has no control over his contract. Just like he said, he's getting paid tens of millions of dollars to be wherever he's at. And I think it's just circumstance for him. I think it's really the team side of thing. And that's why. I'm not going to be making anything over Stefan Diggs' comments this offseason.
2: No, I'm the same, boat. It's like, it's all been said and it's all been thrown around for like the last two offseasons now. It's just kind of like, just kind of what happens, it seems like. And uh, yeah, it's like,
0: yeah, like, I mean, what more can you say? Because it's yeah. already been said, it's just like Stefan's Diggs. The funny thing to me is I will say that, and I'm not trying to call him immature or anything. I just think he's sick of answering these questions. It kind of reminds me of like a kid who's on a road trip. And they're like, oh, you know, Stefan, are you going on the road trip? He's like, I don't know where I'm going to be. Like, you know, like, it's just whatever. Like, cause he's kind of, I think he's frustrated about being asked. And he doesn't have any control over it at the end of the day. So I think that is frustrating yeah. no matter who you are. But uh, I'm, you're in the same boat. You're, you're out on any Stefan controversy before next year, August fir- or August 1st, yeah.
2: 2024. It seems even like almost when you break down the contract, it's like pretty impossible to move on from. I it don't seems move like on to him anyway, but like, it doesn't, seem like there's an out unless somebody's willing to take on like the dead cap that comes with moving him, which I doubt. I'm exactly. It's practice. all about
0: this dead cap. Everyone's talking about that. It's almost like a poison pill. It's almost like Brandon being put in this poison pill in the deal. So he's just like, no matter what, Stefan, we're going to be stuck with each other for the next five years. Yeah. And, you know, obviously a lot of people are pissy, quote unquote, about that. Maybe the end of the year, Stefan's stats not being as good. Yada, yada, yada. I think you get this guy healthy with a full offseason. I'm not worried about him for the next two years. A bill. 100%. Okay. Hey, and speaking of getting into the offseason, getting healthy, you're doing that already. We got a new shop open up in the five eighty five. Yeah. Just
2: opened my own uh, my own barber shop. So that was uh the uh, we opened the day after the Pittsburgh playoff game. Oh, uh, that was exciting. Yeah, the day of the game. It was so I named it after my, my grandpa who passed away a few years ago. Um, and his birthday was the day of the Pittsburgh game. I got moved to his birthday. So I actually brought a TV in and had like the whole family over for like a kind of like an opening slash like B-Day party for him and watch the Bills game with everybody. It was pretty awesome.
0: That shot must have been going nuts during that job. Yeah, we, were,
2: we were literally doing a happy birthday as that run started and the song didn't finish because everyone just started like going nuts and like screaming and it was pretty sick.
0: It's happy birthday, Grandpa forever! And I know you got a lot going. Us <laughs> in Nick Caroline Teep, you got that priority. You got those priorities taken care yeah. of in the season. So, <laughs> uh, but anything you two are looking at doing during this offseason? I don't want to dox you, but maybe like a trip or anything you guys are going, or maybe anything in the summer. Nothing planned right
2: now. We got some weddings in New York City, so we'll be we'll be in New York City for like one weekend. Uh, we're obviously doing wedding planning ourselves now, so she's taking the she's taking the lead with that. I'm just kind of following around and saying whatever, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay.
0: Hey, listen, sometimes you just got to go with the flow and sometimes it's, that's the best thing you yeah. can do, especially in the off season, getting it done. Um, Any goals? I know, you know, this off this year you picked up, you know, I don't, I want, I don't want to say more sponsors. I don't want to put, you know, words in your mouth, but you're kind of diverse in that portfolio. You're building up the Instagram again. Uh, you know, any, any goals for between now and the end and beginning of next bill season. I've always taken it
2: how it came, you know, like. All the things that people ask me to do is just fun for me. And uh, usually things that I use already. So like green light, I, I use their internet.
0: Oh yeah. Huge,
2: huge blue light drinker. Green light, blue light goes hand in hand almost.
0: Same um, light, light lifestyle for yeah. Bill. Um, going with that. <laughs> Uh, did you have a favorite video from this year looking back? I mean, you always, it, it's a grind. I know, like, I'm sure you love it. Cause let's face it. You post a video and it's a nuke. The likes, the, retweets, the everything's going to, but was there one that maybe you liked a little bit more amongst the grind of the year?
2: Let me think, you know, which
0: one was, I, I don't know if it was like
2: that crazy good. I feel like it was like very, there's two that were like very like old school brother bill, I feel like, and it was the, uh, giants and the Broncos. Where it wasn't like it wasn't like some extreme like plot where like I'm like going back in time and which I thought was those were all funny too but like
0: I, I love the storylines the deeper you get and also the edits this year were incredible yeah. so shout out to it the production team yeah
2: <laughs> yeah that that's the hard part because like a lot of these teams I've done about what like six to ten times I think some of them so I have to really dive deep into like what I can do to make it different but keep the same like the same idea everyone likes like the same like structure i think the miami one was really good the last one with like the miami was solid (laughs) the funeral home and and uh like i took almost a back i was more director in that one where i had like the mike mcdaniel guy was really leading leading the way
0: yeah i I, that is true it's been more about the storytelling in the uh in those this year versus uh brother bill running around but hey the quality None the less. and speaking of quality, we got to send you on your way. uh where are you where are you watching the Super Bowl?
2: I'll be at my buddy's house. Um, he's an Eagles fan, so he's he's a sad guy too, but he always pretty much has everyone over his house for the party. so we'll be going over there getting some wings and pizza. Where now where are we getting the wings
0: from in Rochester here?
2: I'm a Ziggy's guy.
0: Okay, I, I I know we're Ziggy's people. I wasn't sure if that was yeah. the best location for wings, but yeah, Ziggy's. I they're, mean, they're shout out there. to the content team over at Ziggy's. Um, you had them right. Yeah, solid, solid.
2: You liked them, yeah. I love yeah,
0: them. very delectable flavor, crisp, which is always key because that helps the sauce, that helps everything. Yep. Shout out Ziggy's. Uh, but hey, thanks for joining us here on Trainer Tonight 3:28. Bill, any final words? Next year. Next year, let's go have a good night now always good to chat with billiam micah back here on train wreck tonight 328 sponsored by outlet liquor your place to buy a case let's shoot through we were just talking with bill i want to get your opinion on obviously since you run uh pay the bills here on train wreck sports stefan uh the comments this this weekend it's like you know we're in an off season again so I, I was talking with Bill. We both made nothing of it. We both are kind of heads down until August first, twenty twenty-four. How are you feeling on the comments? What are your thoughts on Stefan in this offseason? Um, besides
1: with the last couple of weeks that my anger with uh his play recently and and at the end of the year and the playoff performance and everything, this is the, like he knows exactly what he's doing. He, he's done it now. It's what are we on three years in a row where we've had these co- kind of comments that are just left up in the air and everybody's like, Oh, maybe Stefan Diggs like. He has told us that he doesn't want to talk about this. He's not going to go into it further. And he's going to leave these cryptic things out there because he doesn't want to give anybody something one way or the other. And yet here we are again taking up like the headlines were crazy the other day after that interview. How could you take you? I guess you could take anything you want from this. But how could you actually take anything out of that interview? Like he literally was just like, it's not up to me. We'll see what happens because
0: it's not up to I got nothing new. I got nothing new to report. And they're like, is there something new to report out of Buffalo? It's crazy. (laughs) crazy. You're you're right. It's like, I get it. Every Bills fan who just doesn't want to deal with it, I get it. You want him to just say, I'm a Buffalo Bill. I Mm -hmm. love being a Buffalo Bill. I love being Josh Allen's teammate. I can't wait to win a Super Bowl next year. That is my only focus in life. Plain and simply, Stefan Diggs, he's a human. That is not his only thought in life. He has other aspirations. He has the things he wants to achieve. When he's on the football field, I'm happy with the output. I'm happy with the effort. So with that said, yes, it's frustrating to hear, like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen or something. Like that. That's the truth. These guys are locked up in millions and millions awesome. of dollars of contract, and other people are deciding what's going to happen with their future. It's not up to Stefan Diggs, ultimately.
1: Also, what if he doesn't love being a Buffalo Bill? What if he likes being a Buffalo Bill, and he's just being doesn't want like if he said I like being a Buffalo Bill, that would be way worse than saying nothing. I feel like like he doesn't have to love being a Bill and being in Buffalo at this point for him to still be productive, for him to still want to be here, for him and Josh Allen to be cool and be buddy buddy, and all these other things. Like that that doesn't have to be the case. And so maybe he's just bad at answering these on the spot questions, and like because he is like seems like a very you know, hard on my sleeve, always honest with everybody type of guy. And sometimes that can be to a fault. So I think his media training, or at least his media strategy now is like, I'm just not going to give them anything. He probably doesn't love love being a Bill right now because they want to win Super Bowls and they're not winning Super Bowls. I understand that. Like, you, he, he's been through the ringer of these losses for the last couple of years. And what does he get out of it? He gets blamed and told that he wants to leave the town. So, like, it's, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point. From media members, whether it's national or local that are like, oh, does Diggs want out? Does Diggs want out? Does Diggs want out? When he's clearly said, like, this is annoying. Please stop asking me about this. Now you're actually getting to it.
0: You said it perfectly. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Nothing more to say. Unless he says something negative, I'm out Mm -hmm. on any worry about any comments until August 1st. There
1: will be tweets, though.
0: There'll be a tweet. He he likes the attention. I don't blame him. I don't blame him for liking the attention. When you, if I could fire out a tweet and, and throw 100,000 people into a tizzy, I think I'd probably do it pretty often. So that's just me. Um, we did mention the Grammys. Uh, big win for – not bi- big wins, quote-unquote, for my girl Miley Flowers won it for uh, the track. But ultimately, Taylor wins again for best album. Jay-Z dropped some heat. Uh, did you have any other takeaways from this? <laughs>
1: uh the jay-z line was great that was that was perfect no i i knew you know there were the hints that it was going to be the taylor show going into it that's what it turned into miley's performance was incredible like that like she's you were on it jay spence was on it miley's been one of my favorite just like singers to listen to for i mean since she came on the scene like the voice is great the performance is always great she obviously had some rocky time there but it was great to see her finally get that that kind of moment it was a pretty standard affair though grammys wise i've a lot, of, a lot of rap fans mad about Killer Mike winning over Travis Scott. Killer, it was a great album. Like, if, And a lot of it is just people, I saw people complaining about it, and they were like, well, I haven't listened to it. It's like, okay, so that doesn't mean that it's not the best rap album of the year. Like, what are we talking about here, people? It's not Macklemore winning best rap album. Like, it's Run the Jewels, Killer Mike. And okay. wa- and
0: watching the Grammys, hoping for the right verdict in the rap category is, is kind of a sad effort, right? I mean, this goes back to what, what was it? Kendrick Lamar losing to Macklemore the one yeah. year. I remember people were just like beside themselves.
1: Yeah, they're not. This is not the audience you should be looking for that validation in rap yeah. from. And minute. That's why I'm I've mostly given up on like hoping for anything from the Grammys because of that. One, that one really turned me off that year. But just like rap is my favorite genre, as you can see behind my head. And the fact that it's just like, like you said, like you shouldn't be looking for that validation from that. So if you want to get mad about it, you're just you're you know what you're getting into. So you're just going you're going to watch it. You're going to get mad about it. That's what you want to do. (laughs) Hey, go for it. I I, I get people wanting to be outraged about things. We'll get into that later on today, too. But
0: exactly like Jay-Z talking about him, uh, you know, protesting the Grammys by. Being at home and watching the Grammys. Of course, uh, speaking of being at home, before we get into our big uh, end topic here on TT328, I had to throw this on here. I'm sorry. It got on the timeline. Well, anytime I see a porn star arrested, I want justice. I want to make sure that their rights are being protected. I want to make sure that, you know, there's nothing to worry about. Everything is, uh, you know, above above the, the level, as they say. So when I see porn star arrested, where I'm thinking like public indecency, you know, something like that. But ultimately, Micah, it seemed like this was much ado about nothing. almost seemed like it was a Mad Lib, uh, you know, when you kind of have a blank and and it could just be anything. So we have porn star Lisa Ann arrested for checking her phone at a Matt Rice show. Yeah.
1: And she said, uh, according to TMZ, said that she did not have her phone. Her friend might have checked her phone and then they took Lisa out instead. Um seems seems kind of fishy to me. they held her there for 45 minutes yeah i didn't know her and matt Rife had done a radio show together before too so there's yeah. some like rapport between the two so i don't know I, I, does it, is it is it like a bit are we getting worked here this really it?
0: it really worries me that we're getting worked here yeah. uh but just because the post itself if you saw on the caption starts with this is not a bit and there's a period after every word i'm a little worried that it's a bit when i see that micah
1: I am too. And I wouldn't put it past Matt Reich to do something ridiculous like this. Also, the same night we were talking about Killer Mike, he also got arrested at the gravity. Apparently,
0: World. that was a misdemeanor. What the hell is going on out here? Why are we arresting people at public events for misdemeanors?
1: I mean, so it was like in a bit like to make fun of the Killer Mike thing that had happened earlier in the no- I don't know the timing, if it works out the same or everything. It felt it felt really worky to me. I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. It's just so random. like why would you why would you i don't know phone the phone thing in comedy shows is one thing but to kick them out and arrest them for it is like yeah
0: yeah a little sketchy for sure (laughs) Uh, and again checking your phone like come on it's 2024 i get it like unless like i get getting kicked out of a venue but uh, yeah take them away
1: then chappelle takes them you know all these other people if you don't want the phone in there take them at the take them at the entrance give them back later
0: just a reminder any porn stars looking for an opportunity to get their voice heard or get their message out. Rock sports is always here for you male or female. Seriously. Let's get the voices heard. Let's make sure opportunities are met. Speaking of which he sold the spotlight, Mike. Uh, it's so funny. Cause I want to go back to it. We all saw that grainy video uh, from Alabama where we all knew the rock was there, but for some reason, none of us were really worried that this was going to happen. Why was that? Looking back at that, why were we not more worried?
1: I know we should have, we should have seen something ridiculous. I think maybe it was just like.
0: Denial. My, my mind. I thought it wasn't the rock. I, I thought the video was blurry enough to work. Even though it was basically like a guy, the rock size and like iron paradise merch and everything. That was what I com- convinced myself. But yeah, all of a sudden 955, the music's hitting and I feel like an idiot. It's, it's not even that, that
1: it happened. It's just the way that it happened too. like Cody. Like I've seen so many memes and and different things about it. I think John Albert's name was like, what if in Dark Knight Rises, Batman was training for a year to get back at Bane. And then at the end of the movie, he gets there and he's like, all right, Bane, I got you. But I'm going to let Superman get the first lick and brings him in. That's that is like a great like this has been Cody's story the whole year. I love that story. The story part is the most, I I can't hear that word anymore. Like it's just going to ruin my brain now at this point. But the whole thing is he wanted revenge on Roman and it just makes it look so like there are so many other ways that they could have gotten rock into this match without doing this this way. I, I have no idea. I was completely, I was at dinner, literally went out to dinner, did not watch a lick of SmackDown. <laughs> I get in the car at nine o'clock, like on a dot. I was like, oh, let's see how the Cody Roman say By the way, goes. central time down. there,
0: folks. So so, yeah, it, so it's time. when SmackDown ended. So, you know. Yeah.
1: Central time. And our chat had burned down already. The timeline had burned down. And then it didn't stop for, it's still going. We're three days later and it's still it going. I don't know. We should have seen, but we should have known better. We're, we're usually on top of like the possibilities and we had no idea.
0: I think the weirdest thing to me is I'll just say this. I mean, we've been talking about that potential match on wrestling with emotion for two, two plus years at this point. I think the original build was it like, was in like, no, like was in the fall of 2021. was in the first time it was really getting put like, Oh, head of the table, you know, Oh, Samoan face off everything. I am still shocked that people are that upset. I really did think that The Rock versus Roman was what people wanted, and that's why I guess I don't blame WWE so much, but I really thought that it would be received better on the internet. I guess the the loudest people on the internet are what? The complainers, obviously, Mm -hmm. right? And and I don't say that in any type of negative way, because you're right. You're absolutely justified if you want Cody and Roman at at WrestleMania. I mean, that ending to the Royal Rumble was electric. I love the fact that not only is he pointing at Roman, but he was like, not pointing, like, through the corner. He was pointing across the ring from the corner. Like, it looked, like, super awkward and different. I loved everything about it. But, yeah, you're right. It was the way it happened. I think if Cody got, like, taken out, like, you know, with his dog in the pre-show and and Roman was laughing and cutting a promo, well, guess I got, like, another, like, and then Rock's music it Maybe it's a little bit different. But the idea that Cody is just, like, getting, like, legitimately – to, to steal a porn term? Cucked. He's getting yeah. cucked on this on this main event at Mania. And yeah, they don't grow on trees for a guy like Cody Rhodes regardless of his stardom, regardless of how big of a baby face he is in WWE right now. So yeah, that's a little alarming. I hope that it'll... I, I do still have hope that somehow it'll be written into where He might be getting, he might be moving his shot up to like elimination chamber or he's like, he's going to get night one at what the Rumble or or at Mania or something. I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm nervous, but I'm still hopeful. But yeah, it sucks if you wanted Cody. And I I totally empathize with fans. Yeah.
1: Every, every, every hotel room's got the Cody Rhodes chair now, but that's the, that's the thing about like this. There's so many different angles you can look at it as the thing that I've been looking at it as the most is. The, the political play that supposedly happened for The Rock to get in this position and demand this match, like he's in charge of the company. You can put, say what you want about Triple H and the creative process and how could he ruin this creative? Like, I don't think Triple H would have done this. I think that The Rock came in and said, I'm doing this Roman match. We're doing it at this WrestleMania. He has more power than everybody else. We haven't seen that happen in WWE ever like it's happened in you're wrestling so right history.
0: The, the rock the rock essentially had like a google invite for like mania event with roman reigns like for the last three years yeah but he ju- but he just clicked the link like this week like he just yeah. clicked it for the, oh yes i will attend like everyone's like what the hell this was this is 2022 bro and so why doesn't it
1: make sense because it doesn't make sense it's not what they were planning to do there's nothing around it it was like you're right even two years ago they're promoting the biggest wrestlemania of all time and the rock's supposed to come back at survivor series with the golden egg and everything else like that was all supposed to lead to rock roman at that wrestlemania star that's two that's three wrestlemania's ago now so i think he really just did cash it in they convinced him to do it and they're like cody man listen we hear you. You're, you know, you got this great fan base. You've been doing this great thing, but Dwayne's here now. So we're gonna figure this out. And what do you do if you're Cody? Like there's there's nothing, nothing you can do.
0: Nothing. Mm-hmm. And by okay. the way, I legitimately just forgot that that Austin Theory lost the golden egg with a Vince McMahon had in his <laughs> office. My goodness. Things you don't wish you remember things you don't want to think about again. But uh let me ask you this before we wrap it up, TT328. Then are they gonna fix this?
1: <laughs> I I think it's gonna be Cody itself. I really just think they're gonna they're just gonna roll with this. I don't think they care. Why do why do they care With the this when you look back all,
0: you at mentioned- last week now? Uh, sorry, I, I am just the worst right. at cutting off and I'm always gonna do it. If you if you look back at last week now, the, the push by Seth on social and the posting to get him to choose Cody is a little bit more. We all thought that was just to legitimize the uh the big gold belt, but it looks like that was for something a little bit more.
1: No, they were trying to soften the blow the whole week. It also, that's the, the underrated thing is this makes Seth look like the biggest dummy in the world. Unless, unless he, can't, he can't lose to Cody. There isn't money in the bank, cash in that can happen, all this other stuff. But that match has its own whole own set of issues. Why do they even want whatever? I don't know what they do. They could add Cody to make this a triple threat, but that kind of just makes it seem like they messed up in the first place. Unless it's going to be like Cody and Rock are going to team up to take down Roman because this is ridiculous. I've heard some theories. Uh, I was listening to the Mass Man show earlier. Maybe this is the introduction of The Rock as corporate Dwayne. Like this is him becoming like the corporate figure in WWE, and that's what he's going to do. Because we all, you know, the rock music came out. It's all we all think it's going to be the Rock. What if he's just like, no, I'm not the Rock, bro. I'm Dwayne Johnson. I run this shit, and I'm in the main event. That's the
0: way you get like people actually. Oh, Hollywood Rock would be perfect in this spot. Don't don't get that twisted for sure. But I really think we're going to get old school trying to be cool Rock for sure. Yeah. I mean,
1: listen, it's going to be a big time match. Cody and Seth will still be a big time match. It'll be a great match. I don't think Roman and Rock will be a good match. People will be interested in it. I don't think they're doing anything. I think they're just gonna keep rolling with it and just make us want to like Cody more. That's gonna be their thing. Is like, oh, we made Cody into an even bigger sympathetic baby face. Like, sure, whatever you say, man.
0: All right, all right, folks. Mike is smoking on that copium, just like, just like, <laughs> just like, just like Lisa Ann was when she got kicked out of Radio City Music Hall. But this has been Trade Rock tonight. Three twenty-eight. Make sure you're subscribed on all platforms. Uh, coming up live later on our YouTube today, Monday, February 5th, we got the Kitten Bowl, so make sure you stay tuned to that. But, folks, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Let's have a great week. Let's get this Super Bowl over with. And most importantly, let's have a good night now. Night.